Episode 29 of the Marshall Sports Podcast is here. We recorded Monday night, and that was the American League over-unders for the MLB, which is, uh, it was supposed to be opening day today. Very sad uh, not having that, but these are the precautionary measures that need to be taken right now. Anyways, National League over-unders was today's episode. We Weren't joined by Bailey Broadbent again, but we still had Kyle Baker, of course, and uh, Jaron Jeske, who was actually on our first ever MLB-focused podcast. So it was great to have him back. He had some awesome insight, and yeah, it was a great time. And make sure you guys give us a review, keep listening, subscribe, whatever you got to do to support this. Uh, I'm here for it, so... Anyways, I hope you are all staying safe and enjoy the podcast. All right, everyone. So we are now joined by no Bailey Broadbent, but summon him for him is Jaron Jeske, who is actually on our first ever MLB podcast, I believe that was the uh, World Series preview. That was really early on in the uh, the podcast days here at uh, Marcel Sports, but now we're at episode twenty nine. So chugging along wow. here, go Astros. We are also... What's that? Go Astros! I want that trophy back. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, you actually called it. You said Nats were going to take that. I did and, call. I think. And, I, I think I got that one. Yeah, I did not. I I was pretty pretty set on the Strohs winning that series but it was that, that was a that was a really fun world series that was anyways a great time. yes we do have uh of course couldn't be a Marshall sports podcast without him Kyle Baker how we doing my man I'm doing good I I it was hard to tell if you said Mars Hill or Barstool it was really really Barstool. close and I wasn't two sure very which one different you said. things two very different <laughs> it was and I 100% thought you said Barstool for a minute um yeah but you know I'm happy to be back I was also going to say Man, am I happy that Jaron was right and the Astros didn't win the World Series? Yeah, I mean, hey, me too. Yeah, I, I think we should all be happy that that didn't happen. I think the controversy meter would have been about a ten and a half instead of the the nine and a half out of ten that it has been. Yeah, or nine point eight. I'd say nine point eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, how's the uh, quarantine life treating you, Jaron? Any anything special going on? No, I mean, uh, me and Baker were actually just throwing the ball out on Saturday, and I was driving oh, yeah. by the park today, and they've got all the nets uh, locked up on the on the fence and everything. It's kind of wild. So oh. just, just staying in, trying to graduate, you know? They take away the graduation, but they don't take away the classes. So exactly. that's the way she goes. They don't take away the uh, the certificate, the piece of paper you get at the end of oh. the, all this. It'll be there. She's coming. Yeah exactly anyways yeah, I, um, I went, well I, I had a i had a quarantine story hang on no i want to um, hear this i'll take i'll take these any day yeah, yeah so i i decided i hadn't been outside the house actually since jaron and i and i'll stress it was just jaron and i uh that threw yeah. the ball around it was just a crowd of two it was a very safe environment that was on saturday i had you i had hearing. not been yeah i had not been outside the house since then so i decided just to go for a little drive you know and just driving around and man the traffic there's like no traffic out but i thought you know the gas station's got to be open so i went to get a slurpee because i was like i feel like a slurpee and i went up to the gas gas station door and it's locked 
yeah. know, like inside of the gas station, not open. So, dude, um, everything. Yeah, I. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough world out there for those of us that like Slurpees. So, yeah, I thought I'd just share that because. Hey, you know what, man? All good, and hopefully, sometime soon, you get that Slurpee that you've been searching for for a while here. Hey. Yeah, I hope I hope so. I'm just trying to do my part and prop up this economy. Yeah, there you go. I respect that. We need we need that very badly. Anyways, I love the story. Uh, I welcome those at any point throughout the podcast, but uh, we're going to get right into this. So if you haven't listened yet, episode 28 of the podcast was AL over-unders with Bailey Broadbent and, of course, Kyle Baker. Um, it was a g- great time, and uh, you should check that out. But how this is going to go is we're going to start in the Eastern Division, make our way to the West, and give our playoff preview at the end. Sounds good? Sounds All right. great. All right, let's do it. So we're going to start here in the NL East, and a uh, bit of an interesting division. We're going to start off with the Philadelphia Phillies. So 81 wins last season. They are predicted for 85.5, courtesy of Vegas's odds. Um Kyle, we know you are not crazy about teams that spend a lot on free agents. What are your thoughts on the crazy amount of signings that the Phillies have made in the last couple of seasons? So we got the Bryce Harpers, Jake Arrietas, Zach Wheeler, Andrew McCutcheons. They have the sixth highest payroll in the MLB, 81 and only 81 wins to show last season. Diddy Gregorius, too. Yeah. Gregorius is a, a, a very, a very good addition there as well. So we're going to start with you, Kyle, just because I kind of called you out there. I want to hear, I want to hear the, uh, the opinion on a Phillies team that is doing exactly what you don't like in a baseball team. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, you, you look at the, the win loss column and I think it speaks for itself, man. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of, of overpaying for players, especially players that are, um, you know, with base baseball is very different than the other sports. Um, you know, you look at the you look at um, you know basketball. We see these guys re- reach free agency, true free agency at 24, 25 years old. Baseball, a lot of these guys aren't reaching free agency till 29, 28 to right. 30 years old. Some of the better players who get started a little earlier are able to reach it quicker than that. But um, you end up just overpaying for guys that have no chance of staying in within their prime. Obviously, right. Bryce, Harper, Bryce Harper, a guy that got started really early, uh, so he reaches free agency earlier, and they and they pay up to get him. But you know, they bring him in. The Nationals, the team that wanted to keep him and lost him, goes and wins the World Series. If that yeah. doesn't tell you something about baseball, I don't know what will. So um, to me, this is this is not the way that you build a team. Um, you know, we watched it. You know, in you know, just south of us in Seattle, they tried to build a team this way for several years. It, it doesn't really work. Um, so again, I think what they're going to get is they're going to get what teams like this tend to get, which is a 500 type ball club. Um, you know, I, I think, I think, um, what last year, I think they were exactly 81 and 81, uh, 500 baseball. So, uh, I expect them to be very similar and, and not to be a factor, uh, for the playoffs this year. Not at all. You know, like, you don't, you don't think they're, you don't think they have a sniff at wild card? No. No, okay. I think they're the. I think I don't even think I think they're the fourth best team in this division, personally. Yeah, I I, I don't think uh, I don't know if I like disagree with that. I'm just I feel like I'm kind of on the fence with this team, 
just because you see some of the names and you're like, oh, like, of course, Bryce Harper and not Jake Arrieta. We we talked about how that's such a terrible contract, but um, they have dished a lot of bad contracts out in the last couple of years. I'm not crazy about the direction that this team is heading. They had pretty similar roster last season. They, again, like you said, only 81 wins. Like, call it an off here. I don't care. Like, we had a full season of ev- evidence to show that this team doesn't really look too legit. Jaron, I want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I don't I def I definitely I think I don't think when I compare them to teams like in, in their division, you look like the Nationals, like they have a lot of really good young talent that's coming up. Like Trey like you look at the Nationals like Trey Turner, um, Juan Soto, like a lot of guys that have come up within the organization. Yeah. And then you look at a team like the Phillies. Like if you look at Bryce Harper and his stats this is a guy that strikes out a lot. Like yes. over over a quarter of his at bats are strikeouts. You look at Mike Trout; he goes up to the plate uh, over 600 times a year, and only strikes out 120 times. Bryce Harper last year came up to the, uh, I believe he came up to the plate 586 times and struck out 178 times. Like this is a guy that you you sign. He's supposed to be a big money player. He's supposed to be a tough out. And man, he had some really tough ABs last year and really yeah. tough games. I mean, he just had a kid, so um, I don't want to be too tough on the guy. But I mean, <laughs> you, you've got you're paying these guys to make big money, um, and they've got to be big time plays. And th- this was a guy that went way t- down way too easy. Um, McCutcheon is nowhere where he used to be in his prime no. in Pittsburgh. Um, I just, I, I just look, I just look at the roster and I see a lot of washed up talent. I don't know. Like, uh, Gene Segura was really good at the Mariners. He was a really good depth guy, but I don't know if he's your everyday third baseman. Um, and I think they have a couple guys like Reese Hoskins and, um, they, to be fair, uh, a couple of their pitchers, Vince Velasquez, um, Nola that, that have come up within the organization are studs. Uh, Velasquez, if he's, uh, if you need a guy in your your last kind of um, starting rotation on your fantasy team, Velasquez is a really good pickup. Um, he has his only thing is he has a lot of he's had some injury problems, but he strikes out a lot of hitters, um, and he can be a relief pitcher and a starter. So yeah. they have, their their rotation's not bad. Um, their bullpen is very very average, and I think just based on what you see on the field and um, in their bullpen, I I kind of I, I agree with Kyle on this one. Um, I actually do think I was humming and hawing over it, but I do think the Nationals are better. Uh, the both the Nationals and the, the Mets are better than Philly, but I think Atlanta is the clear um, decision to win this division. So that's kind of my take on Philly. Very overrated, I think. Yeah, I would agree, and that that like that's natural once you get these teams that have all these big marquee signings and like the Kyle Baker take. It just doesn't work, and. Uh, a lot of excitement for a whole lot of nothing. So let's talk about this uh, over-under line. Uh, it is projected for 85 and a half. Um, I hit the under. I don't think they're challenge at the division. They're going to be like, I think they'll be like, again, they won 81 this uh, last season. They'll be, I could see a little bit of improvement. I can't really see them decreasing from that too much. But I don't feel super confident on this team. And one thing, like you, like we were talking about earlier, uh, sorry, last episode was the pitching depth. 
on this team is uh, they got some good good pitching up top, but once you hit Arietta at the third spot there, Arietta 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 is not even close to what he was that one no. season in Chicago, one right? Season. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think if they had a couple more credible pitchers, we'd be looking at a better team for sure. But they just don't have that right now. So I mean, yeah, only, you guys, you think he they're only, he only threw. Arietta only threw 135 innings last year. Like that's a guy yeah. that you need to be going at least 175 innings a year. Um, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think under. Um, I think a team that really intrigues me in this division this year is Miami. Um, they've kind of had a really tough last couple of years in drafting, but a couple of their guys have started to look really nice, um, specifically their pitchers. Um, and they do have Corey Dickerson and a couple of veteran guys. I think... You know, they brought Jeter into the mix there, and I think that's really going to pay off this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, the Marlins get really close uh, to the Phillies this year. And I think yeah. if I think if the Phillies finish last in the division, you got to blow up the team. But um, but that's kind of tough to do when you have all this money invested. But Yeah, and a lot of money that would be unmovable if this team finishes oh, absolutely. near the bottom. So do you take the under, Jaron? I, I do, yeah. Okay, how about you, Kyle? Yeah, same for me. Yeah. Okay, well, I think uh, we've covered Philly pretty well here. And Kyle, uh, I mean, Jaron, you did talk a little bit about Miami there. So let's segue right into the Marlins. So 57 wins last season. They are projected for 64 and a half. A decent amount to be excited about in the pipeline here. The highest ranked of their prospects is currently Sixto Sanchez. He's a 20-year-old pitcher, 21-year-old pitcher in AAA. Right now, they also got guys like Sandy Alcantara, who got some, got, I think he was an all-star selection last season, and uh, Brian Anderson as well. So I would say, like, this is a, I, I think this is, again, a pretty bad team in my opinion still. Like, I don't know, I don't think they'll, I don't know if they're going to hit the under necessarily at 64 and a half. That's pretty low, but don't be too surprised if, if they do like this is still a really young roster they're Mm -hmm. building and i don't think i think the dark days are like their worst days are behind them but don't i i like vegas is projecting them for what is this an eight win looks like it's yeah pretty much an eight win upgrade if you're gonna hit the over there and i don't know if i see that yet so We'll see. We'll see what happens with this Marlins team this year. But uh, Kyle, let's hear. What do you think? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would take. I don't know if I would take the under on that number you just put out because I think it's really low. It is really low. This is the worst. Sixty-four, team. right? Yeah, it's got to be and a half. So yeah, you got to hit. You got to hit sixty-five wins to clear the over there. My guess is that's the lowest in the National League. Um. um Actually, it could be. Let, let's I, take a quick peek. Here. I would, San Fran lower? Uh, San Fran is not lower. San which, Fran's a pretty public team, though. That yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they hang up a bit of a higher number for them. Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't. I don't think there is a, a lower lower benchmark here in the NL. I think that's the they're projected to be the worst team. Um. <laughs> yeah. I actually. I think they're going to be pretty terrible. <laughs> it's not really a hot take, but. I don't. I think you know pieces are coming along. I'm not. A, I don't know if I love Jeter there, 
I just I don't feel like I've loved the the management of it. And I you know, sometimes you watch a team accumulate prospects and it feels really good. And sometimes you watch a team accumulate prospects and you kind of get uncomfortable. This is one of those ones where I'm kind of I kind of feel uncomfortable. I'm just right. not really sure if they can turn these guys into what they need to be. And the other thing too is like the team has so little fanfare around it, playing in front of like 30%, 25% full stadium. It's a low budget like, team, right? It is. It's just like not very exciting. Um, and I just and don't that's got to wear on these guys' mentals, right? Like they're all they're they're all sitting there being like, I want to go play in Wrigley, Fenway, go play in well, New York. Give me something, go, right? So going to the, going to the park in the dog days of in the dog days of summer when you suck is hard enough. Let yeah. alone when nobody cares. So yeah, yeah it did. It'd be a you know I just don't think they're going to be very good. I don't have too much to provide on them. Uh, but I, I think I'd, I'd stay away from that over-under, to be honest. I just I don't have a really good feel for it, but I would probably lean over on 64. That's not a lot yeah. of wins. Uh, 64 and a half is really low. Like, I would... I, uh, I mean, they only had 57 here, wins I got the over. They yeah, only had 57, but I, 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 I just think low. another year of experience is, like, that's a lot. That, go, that goes a long way for one of these, these younger teams, right? So... I think the only team we saw lower in the American League than that was the Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles and the Tigers. Tigers. Right, the Tigers. I forgot about Bailey's, the Tigers. Bailey's Tigers. Yeah. They, did he have them winning a title this year or what? Uh, he did no. mention it at one point. He did mention the Tigers possibly having a chance. It was a joke, I think. It was either Canucks or Tigers. He was saying <laughs> chance at a title. So, yeah. The ultimate, the ultimate homer. Anyways, um, yeah, I think we've talked we've talked about Miami enough. I don't think anyone's too excited. I don't think <laughs> anyone's too too excited about the Miami Marlins. So we're gonna get right on to the New York Mets, who are a bit more exciting. Yeah, you you agree with that? Strong. Yeah, I'm very excited about the Mets. Yeah, they're they're a fun team. So 86 wins last season, projected for 86 and a half. Um, I don't know if those that line accounts for the Syndergaard injury. Oh yeah. 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 It's a so, uh, I would like they still have a very solid rotation. Their even, top six man can all pitch. Exactly right. So, I don't know. Degrom was on another level, has been on another level for a while here, and Syndergaard actually had a pretty bad statistical season. So, still, yeah. There, there are definitely some blatant flaws in that roster. Like, bullpen and defense is not the forte. But the outfield's pretty weak, too. Yeah, yeah. Except but, for, yeah, uh, Conferto's out there in, in right. But other than that, it's, it's pretty soft. Yeah. Uh, and then the manager, the managerial position is, I believe, still open. Beltran had to be let go. Have they hired someone yeah. yet? Yeah, they appointed they appointed somebody to the position, a real was young it, guy. Was it that quality control guy? I remember they were talking about him for a while, like quality control manager. What? Like, <laughs> um, their their bullpen is so dirty though. Rojas was named manager. Yeah, it, it's well. Didn't they sign Michael Walker in the off season? Yeah, Michael Walker is yeah. uh, number four on their depth chart. And um, I mean, they got Diaz from Seattle, who's absolute yeah. dynamite. Um, Lugo, Patances, Familia, like they've got a, they're they're good, and they also have, I mean, they do have Cespedes in their depth chart if he ever gets healthy again, but that guy has ongoing problems. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's supposed a, to be out for a couple of months with a foot injury, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, at Golf least he's quarantined. 
entertaining himself, he'll probably be have a little more time to rehab that foot or whatever he's uh, got going on there. But yeah, I uh, the Mets. I don't know if I take the over or under here. I'm pretty on the fence after hearing about the Syndergaard injury, and I know he wasn't great last season, but it's still a veteran pitcher who has been through a lot. He's been pretty solid for a pretty long time here. So, Jared, I want to hear it. What are your what's your take on the Mets here? I I, I give it the over. I think uh, okay. they 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 didn't finish with the lowest. Uh, um, runs against last year, which actually really surprised me. Um, I mean, this is a dirty rotation. I wouldn't be surprised, especially with their bullpen. Like you have, you have five guys you can get through six innings, and then you bring in your bullpen to shut it down. And especially Cano coming back, um, Pete Alonso, another sophomore year from him, um, Michael Conforto. Like these are some guys who can hit some balls, and um, I take the over on it. I like them. I think they're going to finish second in the division this year. Um, I think the Nats are going to take a step back, but yeah, that's my take. Yeah. Okay. And Kyle? Yeah, I think I think I'll uh, I'll lean towards the under here. Just I like the Mets this year, but just because of the injury uh, and the situation, right. the situation with Syndergaard, you lose you know a pretty a pretty top end uh, arm talent. You know the second guy on your uh, pitching depth chart. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll lean towards the under here. I still think the Mets have a chance to compete for for the fifth spot though. Yeah, I would agree. I'm uh, I'm I'm definitely on board with that. So, yeah. I any any other thoughts on the Mets here? I feel like I've said my piece, but anyone no. anyone got anything else? Or I'm okay, good. Yeah, cool. yeah. We're gonna get right on to the Atlanta Braves now. So, Jaron, you've been raving about this team here. I love um, I love the Braves. You do love the Braves. I can tell. It's very uh, obvious over the recording here. I dig it. The yeah, passion is real. I think I think a little bit maybe it's uh, you know fellow Canadians in the lineup with uh, right. you know uh, Mike Soroka and uh, Freddie Freeman there. It's too bad they lost Donaldson on the off season. Um, yeah. But I and mean Donaldson this, feels Canadian. <laughs> yeah. This this is this is, <laughs> yeah. this is a this is a team that's got a lot of swagger. I I just I just love the way they carry themselves. Um, their their rotation. They added Cole Hamels in the off season. They've got yeah. Felix Hernandez too now. Like. Like for Felix doesn't he doesn't bring a lot like like he used to, but he brings a lot of a veteran presence into that lineup. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I just I, I this is a team that can swing at Acuna Jr. is going to be probably one of the most elite players in the league. Um, yeah. he's late neck and neck with Tadis Jr. and Soto. So, um, I just kind of yeah, and also like they got Mark Melanson who's kind of resurrected his career as a closer. Um, yeah, I I I love this team. I think they're going to run away with the division. Uh, Dansby Swanson with another year under his belt. He's starting to um, mm-hmm. emerge as a pretty good shortstop as well. So I love. I, I think this team's gonna just dominate that division this year. Yeah, it's a good take. I like it. And Kyle. Yeah, I think you know. I think one of the guys that kind of sticks out to me right away when I look at this team, I, I would actually echo some of the same things as Jaron. I don't know if I think it's going to be a runaway division, as I think this division is going to provide us with a very close race all the way to the end. And I think okay. it's going to be a, I think it's going to be actually might even be a three team race with the with the okay. Mets we we mentioned and then obviously the still to come Nationals. Um, but he mentioned Dan Danby Swanson. I think he needs to he need to he needs to take another step forward this year. Was very you know a big time prospect, first overall pick in the draft. And I think I'd be fair to say I wouldn't call him a bust, but I would say he's disappointed so far. So he needs to take that step forward. 
Um, he mentioned uh, he mentioned Acuna, who's you know, you know, one of the best young players. I don't think anybody would be shocked if we were sitting at the end of the year and he had won the National League Most Valuable Player. He's that type yeah, of player. Um, and the same goes for uh, you know even Freddie Freeman. I, obviously, he's getting up there a little bit now, but he still provides a lot. Um, so I think this team has has a lot of firepower and can go a long way. And and then obviously, I want to see um, I want to see Soroka have a great year. Good Canadian yeah. boy, great young yeah. pitcher. Uh, good for, for sure. Canadian baseball. Big time. And Freddie Freeman was in. I think he was top ten in votes for NL MVP last season. So. He'll be looking to pick right back up. But, uh, yeah, this team had 97 wins last season. They are currently projected for 90 and a half by Vegas. So I feel like that's pretty low. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm putting money down, I'm going straight for the Braves. I'm, I'm taking oh, the You would take the over. I would take oh, the over, yeah. On 90 and a half? Oh, yeah. 90, 90 and a half, I like that. I don't know if they're, like you said, um kyle i don't know if they're running away with this division but i think they'll it's not going to be like a super handily victory over this division but i think it's still going to be like pretty substantial like i think we're looking at a good team here i think they're the favorite to me but yeah they they, i mean vegas and most people would be having uh them as favorite over over the east but yeah that's that's just my take and uh yeah i would take the over i think they'll be like 95. I don't think they're gonna hit 100. Oh, 100. Um, yeah, I don't think they yeah. hit 100 either. I, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the over with you guys. Yeah, you're joining uh, us. We, it's we, a fun, we, uh, it's a fun young we, team. He's joining yeah. the ship. I like yeah, you're joining. You're jumping the under ship and you're joining the over ship. Yeah. There you go. Love it. Anyways, um, lastly, nah. the Washington Nationals, reigning uh, World Series champions here. So 93 wins last season. And they are currently projected for 89 and a half. Going to be interesting without Anthony Rendon. Uh, Strasburg and Scherzer coming off a lot of throwing last season, late into October there. Uh, I think this team is going to take a bit of a step back. I don't think it's going to be that substantial. I don't know if I take the under yet. I don't know if I take the over. It's pretty close. I'm pretty pretty on the fence here. But yeah, I want to hear your uh, your take on this one, Kyle. What's the number? What's the over/under number? It's 89 and a half. Okay, yeah. So it's right, right, basically the same as the Braves one. Yeah, um, yeah trick, tricky one. You know, it, it's a team that, you know, if we're being real, wasn't that unbelievable no, <laughs> until no, they went no. until they went on that run. Like it, it's, you know, when you look at this team and you stack them up against, you know, kind of the, you know, the big boys of the big boys of baseball right now, which are, I would say, it's kind of a three-team class of like the Dodgers um the Dodgers the Yankees and the and the Astros are kind of like these big clubs that you expect to be there and you expect to win 100 games so this team coming out and winning the World Series last year they're just not one of those teams um so Mm -hmm. I think like you said I do think they're due for a little bit of a regression I think they they battle into September or and uh into into September for this division because I just think it's going to be tight but in the end I think they come up short and um it ends up being the Braves to win, so so I'll take the I'll take the under. I think just like one or two players, I would point out, um, you know, Trey Trey Turner's obviously a, a great young shortstop for them. Yeah. Um, I think I expect him to have another strong year. Um, and then one another one other player too uh, that I'm interested 
I'm interested to see is uh, Juan Soto, who I know Jaron mentioned as well. Uh, just another, <laughs> yeah, young star in the making. Yeah. I'll let Darren talk about him a little more, but I think I think he's pretty exciting and fun to watch out there in left field. Yeah, there you go, Jaron. Let's hear it. Yeah, um, this is one of those teams where they play small ball really well. They had the best, um, they had the lowest, I believe. Uh, I have to double check my stats here, but they, yeah, they had the best differential of uh, just kind of uh, run run score and runs against uh, in their division. Right. This is a team that plays small ball really well. I believe we talked about it in the uh, preview before the World Series, but this team, they base run really well. Very Trey well. Turner, Robles, and Soto steal bases like no tomorrow. And um, I think that's one thing that, especially just with, it's nice to see with these young guys, is that they're smart on the base pass, which is something you don't always see. Um, yeah. However, they do have guys like Ryan Zimmerman, uh, like you mentioned, Strasburg and Scherzer, um, both coming back, both a little bit older. Um, I think it's a really tough get for this. This is they're also a team that's really good in the bullpen too. But I just don't think they lost Rendon, who was a really big part of that team last year, who was up for an MVP. Um, so it's just kind of it's just kind of tough. I love Soto, man. That guy. Um, I mean, if this team does make make some noise and they get into the playoffs, and I think he's probably going to be. They're probably him and Turner are probably gonna be their top players this year. I could see him um, getting in. I could see him getting some batting awards this year because just what he does coming into the box, just intimidating pitchers. Like he just mm-hmm. says, like come at me. I dare you to strike me out. I dare you to throw me that pitch. Right. Like, I just I just love that attitude from him, and it's just something that's like he was a big part of that uh, the the bat flip commercial before the uh, before the playoffs last year, and like that's something baseball is really trending towards, and it's kind of fun to see. Like in basketball, you see that a lot of guys have their own personalities, and um, oh, you see it all right. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's kind of fun to see a guy like that bring it to the plate, and it's a little bit, a little bit of that Dominican swagger. Yeah, there you go. So you are you taking the over or under on this team? I do take the under on them. I think they're going to take a step back this year. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I think the Braves are going to do do pretty well with this division. So I think yeah, I got to take the under. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I I feel like I'm leaning towards the under, but I like for me, I'm just like this team's either gonna win like 88 games or 91 kind of thing in my head. So yeah. the Mets, I, I picture the Nets, the Mets and the Nats being pretty close. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's a a good take. They'll be uh they'll definitely be in the wild card race. So we'll be getting to that a little bit later, but. Now we're uh, here at the NL Central, and we're going to start with the Chicago Cubs. So 84 oh. wins last year, and they are projected quite similarly at 85 and a half. Um, still a talented roster. They'll, I think they'll float somewhere around there. The nucleus is there, and they have some good pitching, but I feel like for a while here, we're it's, at least it feels a while, like it's been a while, but... Uh, just something's missing. And uh, I want to ask you, Jaron, what do you think that piece is? Or multiple yeah, I think pieces? It's kind of, yeah, it's it, it's kind of an interesting roster. I feel like Javier Baez has been on the, the uh, trading block for the last five years. Yeah. Um, and they've just never traded him. Um, they're the, the, it's it's kind of weird because the whole reputation of the team really rests on Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo and that terrible contract of Jason Hayward um, and just kind of how like 
a little bit of a bust Schwarber's been too has really just kind of hindered the team. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of a, a team like the Phillies a little bit. It just hasn't hasn't worked out. I think the core is probably a little bit stale after they you know won that massive World Series. Um, they also like during that run in the World Series, their bullpen was so good, and they just they haven't gotten back to that. Like they got Craig Kimbrell, but he's nowhere near what he used to be. Right. Um, and you Darvish has just been getting touched up these last couple of years. He just can't yeah. throw a solid six or seven anymore, like he did with the Rangers. Um, so th- they're just kind of missing that, like that piece, like like the, all, the rotation, like it's it's all right, like but it it doesn't go dang like the guys on the mound coming out every day. Like we're gonna have a tough three game series against these guys. Lester's really Lester, and depending on how Darvish is, it it really depends, like like who you're getting that day and i think that's really been hurting them they can swing it and they'll be fine um but i don't think they're going to be like they're not the team we saw three three years ago so yeah that's fair kyle yeah i think i I think i'll kind of echo the same things i think jaron basically touched on on all the main points you know they're going to need Brian Rizzo to really be the leaders and they're going to need bias uh, and, and probably even Schwarber to step up and have big seasons yeah. if they're going to contend. And a lot of that's going to fall on Schwarber. He's got to be the player that they, that they thought they had when they, when they won the world series. And then, yeah, you look at the starting pitching and as you work your way through basically the top three pitchers, um, you just say to yourself, man, I wish it was, it was three or four years ago. Then I would really like this guy, um, you know, with, with Darvish, uh, Quintana, and then Lester, all guys that have a lot of mi- have a lot of miles on them, um, and yeah. you're kind of getting them in the back, the back part of their productivity. So, yeah, it's interesting how much of this team has stayed intact from the from the club that that went to the World Series in 2016, um, and they're just they're just not kind of just not that same team. Uh, yeah. Even though so many of the faces are, uh, the team just lacks the kind of the power, especially on the pitching side and the bullpen, like Jaron mentioned, that they once had. So. Um, I'll lean, I'll lean towards the under here. Yeah. Okay. I, um, yeah, 85 and a half, I think like for a team that I don't see again, much improvement in is kind of tough to justify. And obviously, like you said earlier, and we're going to touch on this later with, uh, San Francisco is you see these bigger market teams and in a sense, marquee clubs of the MLB. Uh, being they they just have higher over under win total projections than they should have basically so I I don't see much improvement I think this team is like I'm really on the fence I I just wouldn't be surprised if they have like an identical season kind of thing you know what I'm saying yeah For sure yeah anyways uh, we're gonna get right on to the St Louis Cardinals now so. 91 wins last season, and they actually they won this division, yeah. uh, and they're projected for 87. Team. Yeah, they are a good team. Um, projected for 87 and a half wins, uh, some awesome pitching, some offensive struggles, uh, especially after losing Marcelo Zuna, who hit a, who was one of their better hitters last season. We talked a little bit about Tyler O'Neill before recording. Uh, does he step up this season? We're going to go to you, Kyle. Yeah, I think talking about the Cardinals in, in general, I think their big weakness is in the outfield. When you look around the outfield, it just looks a little bit more sparse than it, than it did last year. Um, you know, O'Neill, great kid from from around here. Um, yeah. You know, got a good bat. 
but you know, it's, it's, he's not somebody you're going to lean on, right? He's the kind of guy that can be, you know, can hit down in your lineup and can provide totally. quality fielding, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be leaning on him to try and make a playoff push. And you look over in right field and you've got Dexter Fowler, a member of those Cubs teams. Um, yeah. and he, he's just not the same player he is, you know, another guy who's proving my point of why you don't pay free agents, big kind of money. Um, you know, at 34 years old and struggling out there a little bit uh, last year uh, and the last two years, he's he's kind of struggled. Um, I look at their pitching, though. Um, uh, it, it's it's not bad. Obviously, we also didn't even didn't touch on uh, Goldschmidt, who's also here a based on a big contract. So I think they'll be they'll be in the battle for this division. Uh, I really do. I don't have them as my divisional winner, um, but I, I missed also the, the over under. What was it? Uh, it was 87 and a half. Yeah, give me the under. Yeah, I I would take the under as well. I just don't feel super confident with um, the team's ability to put up runs consistently. And again, like a lot of reliance on these guys like Paul Goldschmidt. So, Jaron, let's uh, hear your take on the cards. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, they have a couple of really good players in this team. Um, I really like Tyler O'Neill. Uh, obviously, he came with the same organization I played with. I've gotten the opportunity to play with Ty. Um, yeah. Really great guy. He's also Jack. Like b- people don't understand really? how big this guy is. Like <laughs> he can't swing all the way through because his chest is huge. Like when he he absolutely hits nukes. Yeah, he's a he's a big boy. Um, Langley uh, is fresh from Langley. Um, also, Bader had he had a really good year last year. One of the really good outfielders um, as well, Colton Wong. Um, yeah, and I think we often forget that when Goldschmidt was with the Diamondbacks, he was kind of forgotten. He was an elite hitter. So, right. uh, And you also look at their bullpen, and they got Brett Cecil, who's a really good lefty. Um, they've got Andrew Miller as well. They've got some good players. Um, and, and you know, obviously, they still have Molina. He's probably the best catcher in the game defensively. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think... Uh, I, can, can I say the even on this one? Like I don't, I agree with Baker. I don't, I don't <laughs> the amount think, of I don't times, I, the amount of times I want to hit that. Yeah, I, I don't think they win the division this year, so I guess I'd have to take the under. Yeah. Okay. Like eighty-seven and a half is still like, yeah, it's it's close. I don't. This is a. I find this is a the most interesting division, uh, and I think we've talked about the cards enough. And another interesting team is the uh, Cincinnati Reds, who have actually gained some... Uh, they're exciting, kind of, again, right? Like, exciting for the Cincinnati Reds standards. So Any team with Puig on it is going to have a little <laughs> excitement. Yeah, exactly. A couple of bench-clearing brawls, you know, the call it a day after that. But uh, 75 wins last season. They are projected for 83.5. So that's a pretty big step up. And after, like, being the bo- like a bottom feeder a notorious bottom feeder in the NL for a while there. Uh, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of making their way back to some 500 level baseball here. So pitching was a strength. Uh, they had a really good run differential for a team that is uh, like, has a losing record. They were only, I think it was negative. It was 10 uh, run, dis- run differential of negative 10. So pretty impressive. Uh, Moustakas and Castellanos were added to the fold here. I think it's too soon for the 83 and a half projection. That like, I think that's a really big jump. 
especially after this team has taken significant strides in the last couple of years here. Like, I think I just can't imagine the eight, the nine wins, sorry, nine win improvement yet. I think it is to come. But yeah, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I got, I give me, give me all the over and uh, give me okay. the Reds to win. The, give me the Reds to win the division. I think they win this division this year. Whoa. Yeah, I, you know, That's I like, I, Hey man, I like I like their pitching I a lot. It. I think they oh, I think they've got Trevor really Trevor nice Bauer's a stud. Yeah, they've got Bauer. Um, uh, I know Sonny Gray is there. Is Sonny Gray is there? Uh, Castillo, like those are three kind of front of Wade the rotation. Wade Miley. Yeah, Wade Miley, front of the rotation guys for those top three at least that are really going to power this team. Um, good bullpen. Yeah, good bullpen is is the yep. hitting. You know the batting's a little bit, a little bit on the dicey side. I'm not going to lie to you. So? Yeah, we could use a little bit more. Um, I, I, I disagree. I, I think, I think they have a really good top six. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think um, uh, the young, uh, uh, the young uh, shortstop there, uh, infielder uh, they took high, uh, Sensel. I think uh, he's got to, he's got to yeah. take a step forward this year and have a big year. I think I just think uh, I think maybe there's a little bit where I could see some of the holes coming and trying to score runs, uh, but I, I'll always take the teams that, that's got the good pitching and has some young guys that I think that can take the step forward. So yeah, I'm taking the Reds to win the division. Okay, that's a I did not expect that at all. <laughs> I keep you on your toes. Yeah, no, I know. I tell you, I I think this is going to be a bit of a. I think they'll be ju- playing just under 500 baseball. I don't I don't see it yet. Again, like, this is a, like, I don't know. This is a 75-win club last season. I can't see a massive, I can't see a massive improvement yet. But maybe in the future, I would like to see it. And you know what, Kyle? All the power to you. I want to see, I want to see you get this over. And I want these guys to win the division just for you now. How about that? (laughs) I like it. There we go. Okay, Jaron, what's up? I, I, I love Joey Votto, great Canadian guy. He's always cool. been a tough out, really good two-strike hitter. Um, it's kind of tough. He's, I feel like he's never really had the team to go all the way um, or even make a decent playoff push. So, yeah, I, I hope for, you know, Baker's take, they take it. I actually have the Brewers winning the division this year. But, okay. um, yeah, no, I, I, I think they have a lot of really good upcoming talent. Suarez is a very underrated hitter at third base. Um, really, he's a lot of power. Um, Castellanos and Mustakis, good veteran guys. Uh, they're going to be really good in your top top half of your batting lineup. Um, they'll probably they'll probably hit uh, Votto. I'm I'm assuming second or third, um, and then you'll have basically Castellanos and then Mustakis. So yeah, it should be a really good fun team to watch. So yeah, Suarez hits two for them, I believe. Um, yeah. I think they'll take the ex Blue Jay, maybe Freddie Galvis to hit. Uh, lead off or Sensel. Um, we'll see how the year goes. Should be interesting. I'm excited yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, since he'll be a, a fun a fun team to follow for sure. So that's going to bring us to our second last team here in the NL Central, and that's going to be the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Jaron, you were pretty excited about the Pirates. It seemed like yeah, in I, our, I love the in Pirates. Our... Yeah, they've got Josh Bell, um, Gregory Franco. Yeah. I believe Colin Moran's really took a, took a good step. Um, I think I'm expecting a big comeback year for Chris Archer. 
Um, he's kind yeah. of been quiet the last couple of years since he was really good when he was on Tampa. Um, I think they have a couple of really good uh, pitchers. I, I don't like their their fourth, fifth options in the rotation. Um, Derek Hollins, he used to be a really good player for the uh, pitcher for the Rangers, but he's kind of died off. So he's kind of one of those guys that you hope he gets you five. Um, yeah. They've got a good bullpen. Um, a lot of good young pitchers in their bullpen that have really started to come up and uh, make some waves. And Gerard Dyson from the Kansas City Royals, who wreaked some havoc for the Blue Jays a couple years ago in the playoffs, specifically in the 2017 ALCS. So, yeah, I think they have a, I think they have a pretty good young roster coming up, and uh, it's a really exciting to, team to watch. I think they're they're my sleeper pick this year for the playoffs for the wild card. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, there are there is some buzz about Josh Bell possibly being dealt at some point during this season. I think that really just hinges on what this team's record looks it's like half point, yeah. coming up coming up to the to the trade deadline here. But if they're a losing team again, I really wouldn't be too surprised. They really cleaned house uh, in the last well, I guess last season here. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm quite interested to see what the, happens. Yeah, the 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 uh, uh, Canadian pitcher Jameson Talion, he had uh, Tommy John's last year too. So yeah, there's a possibility he he could be um, he could be back on this year if he's definitely back in the lineup. That could be really help, helpful right. down the stretch if if he's back in August. But he was probably their you know second or third best pitcher. So okay, yeah, there you go. And Kyle, what do you think about the Pirates? Yeah, I think they're the worst team in this division. Yeah. Um, I think I think pretty clearly. Uh, what was the over/under? It's 69 and a half. They had 69 wins last season. Oh boy, that's pretty low. I was kind of hoping it was going to be like 73 or 74. And I so you have really ju- justifiable to say the under? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's tricky. I, I would hit mm. the over on this. Yeah, I'll take the under. I still take the under here. Okay. Just think it's going to be a tough go for the Pirates. Don't love their lo- don't love their roster. Um, I think, like you said, you mentioned Josh Bell. I think he gets traded uh, yeah. before July 31 or when, or whenever the trade deadline is. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that yeah, to me, they're kind of the bottom feeder in, in a division where four, four teams legitimately have a chance to win this division. Yeah, like four relevant yeah. clubs here. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're going to move on to... Jaron and I, this is my division winner as well, the Milwaukee Brewers. So 89 wins last season, and they're only projected for 83 and a half. That's fake. I feel like that's low. It's wrong. 80, 83 and a half? half? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go double check this. Maybe yeah. my, my notes are wrong here, but... That's 83 and a half right there, man. No, I believe it. I believe with, it. With with Yelich healthy? No way. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's a fair number. Okay, well, let's hear let's hear Jaron's opinion first, sure. and then I want to go to Kyle. Yeah, they have a really good closer and hater. Uh, plus, they have um, they're basically a, they're they've got really good depth um, at most positions. Specifically, their outfield's really good with Lorenzo Cain. Yelich, they got former Seattle yeah. Mariner Ben Gamel, uh, Brock Holt there too, with which is a great utility guy. Herrera, which had a really good breakout year last year, was up for the Rookie of the Year. Um, Arcia is a great guy um, at shortstop. He's got some speed, can swing it. Um, they got Giriarco and uh, Sogard at third base. They've, this is a team that's got really good depth. 
all around the field. Um, I think they're going to have to make a couple moves um, early in the season to um, just kind of at least bolster their uh, starting rotation a little bit. They're, you know, they're, 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 that's probably their weakest spot. If you look at their lineup, uh, their bullpen's solid. Um, if they could add another starter, I think that would really help their odds. But um, I still have them winning the division. Um, this was a team that had a lot of chemistry two years ago in the playoffs. And if it wasn't for Yelich getting injured uh, halfway through the year last year, I think they um, Yelich wins MVP. And, uh, yeah, they I think they make the playoffs. So this year, I think with a full year from him and, uh, I think I, I think they take it. I think they I think they take the division. Yeah, I think that's fair. So they did lose some pretty relevant players in Yasmani Grandal and uh, Mike Mustakas. How do you think the team responds to that, Jaron? I think I I think when you look at that when those kind of moves, they had a couple kids that they wanted to play, and plus they have Brock Holt that can fill in for a position. He's been, he was really good for the Red Sox um, in that position for a lot of years being able to fill holes. I mean, they have like a lot of their players in the roster can play several different positions. And I think that's something management realized. And um, when you see, when you have a couple guys that are having really good breakout years out of your young players, you just got to let them run with it. I think that's what you saw. And um, you know, I think they, I think they made a wise decision not resigning guys like that. Cause you know, mm-hmm. you do have a guy like Lorenzo Kane who's getting a little bit older and Yelich isn't getting any younger either. So yeah, and they also traded for Sogard from the Blue Jays halfway through the year last yeah. year, who provides a lot of depth as well. He was a really yeah. good, he's a really good leadoff hitter or a nine stick wherever you want to swing him. Um, yeah, for so sure. They also have Justin Smoke at first, so yeah, there's I think there's a lot of depth there. I think they, I, I think if you look at like Justin Smoke was like hitting with the Blue Jays last year, he was hitting really well. Um, so him and Braun are playing it out for first base, and so yeah, I I, I like their team. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so, again, the over-under is 83.5. I'm smashing yeah, well, that. Easy. Go, um, but, Kyle, would you hit the under on that? Yeah, it's a tough call. I, I still think I lean a little bit towards the over. But I think, okay. you know, I think you're going to see the Brewers. They're going to compete with my Cincinnati Reds all the way to the end. <laughs> but in the end, the Reds are just – I think the Reds win this division. It, it's a tough call. and. You know, I don't take anything away from you guys picking a, a team like this. And don't get me wrong, I love Yelich, one of my favorite players. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you guys have said a lot of really good things about them, and uh, they are a good, a good baseball team. But I just give the edge to the Reds. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, so our last division here, we're gonna get into the NL West, and we're gonna start with the San Diego Padres. They had 70 wins last season. They are predicted for a substantial jump with 82 and a half. I think, like we know that there are some big names on this team, especially in the batting lineup. Uh, some questions in the rotation. Jared, I want to hear your opinion first. Yeah. Uh... This is a this is a team with a lot of talent on the field, and um, I think a lot of their Garrett Richards they, is a guy that they really wanted to have break out, but just hasn't taken the steps they wanted to. Um, but they do have a couple of young pitchers, and um, Paddock there, he's um, he's 25, I believe. Yeah. He's they drafted him out of high school. He started to take in some really good steps. I think they see him as their stud going forward. Um, but I think this is a rotation that's really young. Um, so it's it's when when you're facing you know the teams like the Dodgers oh man that hitting lineup like there's no 
there's no flaws. Like you don't yeah. have any easy outs. So it's really tough. But I think this is just a really exciting team to watch um, from their feelers. Like this is a team that has Will Myers, who is, you know, who is still a really good player. Eric Hosmer, um, Yerickson Profar from Texas. He's been a really yeah, good, uh, good prospect for them. Brian Dozier, Tadis Jr., uh, Machado, Tony Pham. Like they, they have a lot of, um, there's a lot of depth there in the field and a lot of there's a lot of swagger and power and I think it should be a fun team to watch no matter what happens. Yeah, for sure, Kyle. Yeah, you know I think this team's one year away from uh, from competing for this division title. I really do. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the rotation. I think that's the only thing holding them back. I agree. Uh, they got, yeah, the number four prospect in baseball right now, Mackenzie Gore. He's a, a yeah. left-handed starting pitcher who's probably going to play a little in the majors this year for them, uh, but will be full-timer next year, um, more than likely. Um, really like, you know, really like him, really like this team in the field. Um, he, You know, you mentioned uh, Machado and Tadis Jr., uh, Tommy Pham, all, all really, really, pl- you know, plus guys uh, hitting. So I think this team... What was the over under? I'm sorry. I feel like I said that every single time. I it was it was 82 and a half. But oh, oh, give me all of the overs. Yeah, I'll take all of the overs on that. I, this this team, I don't I don't want to say if they're going to be a playoff team yet because I don't want to spoil when we make the playoff picks at the end. Right. Um, but I got a strong feeling this team's going to be playing postseason baseball. Yeah, because I think. Sorry, I take the under. You, you take the under. I take the under as well, just based on the. Like you said earlier, like they line up against the LA Dodgers, it's that's going to be an ugly game. And like obviously that's the case for a couple teams in this NL West division. It's a pretty Dodgers heavy uh, division, but I just I I can't see I can't see them being uh, that relevant of a baseball club with those pitching struggles in place. So. Um, I'm pretty on the fence, but yeah, I'd take the under. Like pencil them in for 80, 80 wins. That's what that's what I that's what I give them. So and so Kyle, you took the over. Yeah, Jaron said under. Jaron said under. Okay, so all right, cool. We're gonna get onto the Colorado Rockies next. And Jaron, you had something you 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 were talking about the Nolan Arenado situation a little bit before the podcast. Uh, they had 71 wins last season. 74 and a half is their current projection. So, Jaron, let's uh, let's hear your take first. Yeah, this is a team that like, they have. They've had a lot of really good players in the past years, from Tulowitzki to um, from yeah, from Arenado um, and Carl, and Cargo Charlie too in Blackman. his prime. Um, yeah, like yeah, Blackman too. Like this is a team that's had a lot of really good players. Trevor Story has been kind of. You know, he's he had a lot of hype when he first came into the league, but he's really ta- yeah. tailed off. Um, you know, they and they just have a bunch of like average starters. I, 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 like they have Wade Davis as their they have two good closers. Their bullpen's pretty good. Um, they just don't have they've never had the guns and and, and the rotation to carry them through games and get them to postseason baseball. And this is kind of the way it is. But it's still a really fun team to watch. They. Hit a lot of long balls. Um, they've played in some big games. So, yeah. That, what is the over-under for these guys? 74 and a half currently. Um, hmm. I think I think they could hit the over. Um, I don't think yeah, it would be drastically the same as last year. 
for me, it just depends on the Arnado situation. Like, I'd be pretty surprised if he's on the roster in the second half of the season. Yeah, kind of hard say, to trade him though, man. I know, but there's gonna be like, some team that pops up. I I'm I'm gonna They're say this, assuming they trade the trade an Arenado within the first month of the season, I think they're probably going to, I'll take the under. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I take the under. But if they don't trade him, then I look like a schmuck and they get the over. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm just banking on them trading Arenado. So Kyle, you, you, you're pretty hesitant over him getting moved at all. Could you tell us why? Well, I, I think the problem right now, the problem is a contract, man. He makes so much money. It's yeah. such a long-term deal. I think you're going to have to eat money to trade him. And then as you look at it and you're like, man, we look pretty stupid for signing this guy a year ago, basically a year and a, half, a little bit more than a year ago to this massive contract. And now we're going to eat money to trade him. I think he ends up staying on the team. Uh, obviously, he had his arguably his best season in the major leagues last year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I think he ends up stay, staying on the roster personally, or like maybe maybe somebody does. Maybe somebody gets a little desperate and is willing to make a deal. I, I'm not sure, but I, I'd lean towards he stays here. Uh, but I'll I'll uh, I'll take the under. I think it's just I just don't see it with this ball club, and they're going to play in a division where San Diego and uh, LA are going to be really tough to beat. So right. I'll, uh, I'll snag the uh, the under here. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, we're going to get on to the. And sorry, Jaron, you said under as well. I did take the under, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, so 85 wins last season, projected projected pretty similarly at 83.5. Kyle, we're going to go to you on this. Sure, yeah. Um, Diamondbacks, again, playing in a, in a very difficult division here. Um, they have some nice, some nice players, for sure. Um, but... I, I just don't, again, I, as far as the playoffs are concerned, I just don't see them having any chance to come out of this division. Uh, they do have no. Kettle, Mar- Kettle Marte, who's been really good for them the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Gardner's here now. Uh, yep. Ro- you know, Robbie, Robbie Ray, a pitcher that I, that I kind of liked the last, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Leake also, the former, the former M, has found his way down here. Um, so, you know, all in all, it's, it's, a decent, it's a decent ball club, and I think they can, I think they can win some games. Yeah, uh, I think I'd have them. Let's say I think I I think they could get eighty wins. So what was what was the over under? It's eight. It's eighty three and a half. Yeah, I I think I'll I'll take the under there. I think that's a little okay. too much. Okay, I think I think they're hitting the over just purely based on how much I like the pitching rotation on this team, and obviously certain guys might be due for some regression, especially uh, in the batting batting side on the batting side of things, but. I don't know. I feel like I would be surprised if this team hits another 85 win season. Jaron? Um, yeah, I take the over. Um, I won't share my playoff picks yet, but um, I love Jake Lamb and Nick Ahmed at shortstop. Yeah. Uh, Jake Lamb is really good. Uh, I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. Okay. Um, and Mar- obviously, as Kyle said, uh, Marte and uh, obviously, with veterans, you're you're looking at an outfield that's an all-veteran lineup with David Peralta, Starling Marte, and Cole Calhoun, um, who they have as well. Um, and they have a, they have a really good bullpen. Um, obviously, added some depth with Bumgarner. Um, I'm taking the over. Okay, I dig it. And um, yeah, 
I guess we, we've hammered through Arizona pretty quickly there. So we're going to get on to, uh, we're almost there. I know we all want to talk a little bit about the Dodgers here, but uh, San Francisco. So <laughs> 77 wins last season, projected for 68 and a half. And yeah, a lot of buzz around the team is kind of stating that like these guys won't punt this season. But Jaron, you you seemed pretty set on this team being really bad this year. Let's hear it. Yeah, I just, you know, you have a couple guys like Brandon Crawford and Evan Longoria who are just not what they used to be. Um, they got rid of Kevin Pillar, who was a really good player for them last year. Um, yeah. I hate to say it because you, you still have a great, you know, um, Buster Posey and Hunter Pence are great guys um, in their in their prime. But, yeah, I'm taking the under this year. Um, even Johnny Cueto, like, man, like Jeff Samarza, like these guys are just, they're just not the same. Um, however, They've been there like, for a while, too. Like this team has kept, for, for a team that, like, it's pretty obvious there's a lot of regression. They did not deal anyone. Yeah, they're in some money problems. Um, so it's just kind of really hindered what they can do. And yeah, I just, you know, it, 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 it was great to see Sandoval playing last year again. Like he was a great, obviously yeah. really instrumental in part of those World Series runs. But yeah, I'm taking the under, unfortunately. Um, a lot of really good uh, memories of this team. But, you know, you can't get you can't get hung up on that, right? You know, classic yeah. Vancouver Canucks management and just, you know, you go into a, a little bit of a dry patch with dry, draft picks. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. Kyle? Yeah, I think I echo a lot of what Jaron said. I think they're in full rebuild mode. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of stripping it down, but the strip down's being just, just slowed down a little bit because you do have a lot of these right. financial commitments that you kind of got to wait out. So, um, yeah, I expect them to be a non-factor. I see them as kind of a 70-win uh, ball club, maybe even less. Um, okay. So, yeah, that, that'd be kind of all that, all that I have on them. I think Jaron hit, hit the main players. Yeah, I think anyone who they can get any sort of value from in the first half of the season two is going to be see you later kind of thing. Like, yeah, if they don't have a future guy, with the club, like a long term yeah. with the club, they're getting they're getting traded. Yeah, and I think they're there's still a fair amount of guys who I I think they're pretty hopeful can maybe bounce back a little this season, whether it be mm-hmm. Johnny Cueto, Samarja, or maybe even a couple other guys, but. I'm not I'm not too uh too ecstatic on this Giants team. I'm I think I'm gonna take the under just based on the idea of like anyone who's gonna be a factor is not gonna be on the roster at the end of the season. So I'm taking the under and the under the over under line is currently sixty eight and a half. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I'll take under. Under, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's Unders across the board for the San Francisco Giants. And now for our last team of uh, the podcast here, we're going to get to the L.A. Dodgers. So 106 wins last season, I believe that was. Was that MLB leading or did Houston, New York? I'm trying to think. Nope. Trying to my brain. Uh, Houston by one win. Right. They had 107. Okay. Um, 106 uh, last season, they're projected for one one and a half. What do we think? This is arguably, I think they really, with the, the Mookie Betts edition, obviously, they've really uh, cemented themselves as a contender, and they already were one, but like that's just another layer of the 
of the team right there that they're adding. So, uh, Kyle, we'll go to you first. Yeah, I'll take the under. Probably with okay. the most the most conviction of any of the picks I've made for the for the NL. Actually, this yeah. is my favorite of all of them. I think the line's just juiced up a little bit too high to be over a hundred, in my opinion. I know they had a good year last year, but I I just don't I don't see that being you know the the higher probability that they're going to have that. You know, Bellinger is a star, probably you know one of the favorites yeah. to win National League MVP. Um, you know, they add in Mookie Betts, who you can at least expect to, you know, to have a have a great year in the outfield for sure. Um, you know, Seager, uh, who it's been a little inconsistent and bounced around a little bit. They've got Gavin uh, Gavin Lux, who's going to be getting started with them this year, kind of first like real full time season. Uh, he's one of the one of the best prospects in baseball, ranked number two right now. He's expected to be their starting second baseman, so it'll be interesting to watch him a little bit. Uh, Twenty two years old. Um, but the big thing for me there is I look at a, a pitching a pitching group that I'm a little bit I'm a little bit concerned about. You know, I don't think yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm speaking more of the starter group right now. Um, yeah. You know, Kenley Jansen's really good out there in the pen, but other than that, it's a little bit a little bit shaky. Yeah, but um, he isn't he hasn't been the same since he got too lit up in the playoffs years ago. No, but and that's that's a very very good point. But even after you look past him, it looks pretty little bit dry. And then, like, you look at, yeah, you look at, like, Kershaw, who's not the same. Uh, you know, Walker Bueller, who I expect to have a good season. But I think you know, they're relying on Walker Bueller a lot, though. For sure. And you got to make, Kershaw's got to stay healthy, too, right? They're going to yeah. be looking for him to pitch 100 and, you know, 180, 190 innings, right? And he's uh, regressing, though, man. Like he's, Oh, hugely, and, hugely. And you're asking Price to be something he's still not. Price, <laughs> Price hasn't been something, you know, borderline since the... Um, you know, Tampa days in a lot of ways, it's been up yeah. and down all around. Um, so Alex Wood also, but we'll see how much he, how much he starts and how good he is. So when I look at the diciness of the pitching and how much they're going to have to rely on their hitting, um, that makes me want to lean towards the under. I still think they win this division just because they're so talented. Yeah. Um, they they're the too so talented well. to not win this division and they'll steal sure. a playoff series or something. You know, I've made a, a pretty heavy bear case for their pitching, but you could make a bull case where Walker Bueller has a great a great year. Clayton Kershaw yep. gives you what you've come to expect, and Price pitches well in a number three kind of position, and you know they find success and they win 105 games. That wouldn't be that shocking, but for me, I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm gonna take the over just based on uh, the division itself. Like, I don't see there isn't a team in that division that I'm like, oh, like these guys don't match up well against like I think the Dodgers just match up well against basically all of these teams I think the Padres are the only team they should really be that scared of and I still don't think that's a team that we should be worrying too much about yet I think you could pencil this team in for I don't know I think the Yankees are going to have the best record in the MLB but don't be surprised if the uh, Dodgers are nipping at their heels there so that's just my take, Jaron. Yeah, I, I just think you're, you know, Kershaw and Price. Yeah, I think Urias is another heavy arm that they've really been hoping he would step up and just hasn't. Um, right. He's just a little bit wild. He can't keep it in the zone. He's been a little bit of a problem um, for the pitching staff. Uh, but you know, you're still going to get some solid innings out of Kershaw and Bueller and Wood, like Baker said. Um, Wood's been an on and off relief and starting pitcher his last couple of years. Um, you saw Corey Seager regress a lot last year. 
Um, sure. uh, even Justin Turner, um, they've kind of struggled finding a catcher the last couple of years. Um, and yeah, obviously their outfield's good. Uh, one guy we didn't talk about is AJ Pollock, who used to play for the Diamondbacks, right. who was projected just to be a stud uh, a couple of years ago, and he's dealt with some injury problems um, as well. But um, I think he's going to have a really big. Uh, I think I, I expect him to have a re- actually really big bounce back year. He had struggled with some injuries the last couple of years. I think he's going to have a um, good year this year. But yeah, I, I, I'm with Baker on this one. I think I take the under. Think Tom okay. alone takes them to the you know. This is a team that you're not even accounting for, Jock Peterson or Kiki Hernandez in the lineup. So, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anyways, I think that's uh, all we got on the Dodgers. So we're going to get into our playoff predictions here. So I can start us off. My divisional winners are uh, in the East. I'm taking the Atlanta Braves. In the Central, I'm going to be taking the Milwaukee Brewers. And then the West, I got the Dodgers. And then my wildcard teams, it's a bit tough. I'm going to I'm gonna start with the New York Mets, and then I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals as well. So those are my, those are my two wildcard teams. So Mets, Cards, and then we got Brewers, Dodgers, Braves. Let's hear. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear Jaren's first. Yeah. So I've got uh, NL East. I've got the Braves. NL Central. I've got the Brew Crew. And then uh, in the NL West, I hate the Dodgers, but they're gonna win it. Um, yeah. My wild card choices are the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. So you're you're tossing the the Reds in for a, a playoff spot as well. I dig it. Yeah, I just I I love the car like I love the Cardinals and I, I hope. Um, but when I see Tyler O'Neill, a guy that's not proven in their starting outfield right. spot this year, I really hope for as a Canadian and um, as a guy that like came from the high school club that I played with, I want him to do well. But um, even you look at Dexter Fowler, who's been regressing a lot. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited for Cards fans. They've really tried this rebuild on the fly, but I just don't think they get it done this year. Yeah, that's fair. And Kyle? Perfect. So I got the Braves win in the NL East. Yeah. I got the Cincinnati Reds win in the Central. Love to I hear the, it. And I, got I the love Dodgers. this take. I, love I know, it. it's awesome. I, like, I, got the Dodgers, I got the Dodgers win in the West. There you go. Someone had to say it. That's what I want to say about that. Reds take someone had that person was not me though I took the under <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got the Padres they're gonna host the wild card game Ooh, um awesome. and then they're, and they're gonna be and they're gonna be playing the um they're gonna be playing the Brewers in that game I think the Brewers make it as the fifth seed um so okay I think that's that's my playoff picture Kyle you're you're being really you're fun on this episode you're fun Kyle <laughs> we should make that a thing there's like well, there's like we'll normal kyle and then there's fun kyle fun kyle is like these crazy hot takes that we just love i mean it's not that kyle. huh and then there's smith kyle yeah <laughs> i don't know what smith kyle's like can we hear well he's not he's not like this that's for sure he's predicting the a 20 dollar price drop tomorrow <laughs> the wow. thing is like 
the thing is with the AL, we were talking about so many teams with bad contracts that I think yeah. I just kind of got into being this bearer of bad news about these terrible contracts. Yeah. And like a lot of these guys that we've talked about who left the National League this year, they all went to the AL on these bad contracts. So then I just had to like talk about bad contracts in the American League and it was depressing and I had to be I had to be that person. So who, who do we Ty, who's your take to come out of the NL? Jeez, you're putting me on the spot here, but uh, I kind of like the Braves. Okay, Baker, are you going Cincinnati? Uh, no, I won't be taking Cincinnati, although they're going to give whoever they, while well, they would play, probably play the Braves in the in the first round. I think that'd be a great series. That would be um, fun. Uh, but I'm going to take the Dodgers to come out of the West. Or, or sorry, yeah, out, Dodgers, of the, out of the National League. Sorry, Dodgers sorry and Braves right. for me. Dodgers and Braves for me are are the two. Jaren, I feel like you're going Braves here. No, I I I I'm taking the Dodgers first round exit to Cincinnati. Whoa! And, and then I've Whoa. got I've got He's psycho. <laughs> and then I've got uh, Atlanta. I've I've got Milwaukee coming out of the NL. Okay. Wow. I've, I'm pulling. Then, I'm, it's my national take. Who who would you have coming out of the AL? I got Yankees. Sorry. Um, I I'm a, I'm a, see here's the here's the rule of thumb. You can't be a Yankees fan and be a Dodgers fan. So I'm a Yankees fan. Um, I I just I hate Houston too. Oh my gosh, I hate Houston more than I ever. mean everyone does. We we talked um, about this enough. To- I've got I've got a Yankees. Um, oh Tampa's really good too. No, I've got a. I think I've got a Yankees Milwaukee final. Okay, yeah. Yankees yeah, I think Braves. I took the Astros, didn't I? I think I took the Astros. No, stop. Pretty yeah, sure dude, I did. The Astros are still a good ball club. Let's be they real here. They should not be playing baseball this year. Here, this I agree. Might, I agree, but my take, Jaron. Just... My take, Jaron, on the last podcast was that it would be a very twenty end. It would be a very fitting end to twenty twenty. For the for the Strohs to win the World Series, I'd yeah. hate that. I would hate that. <laughs> it would be the worst. I dude, if if I if I was in, oh man, if I was in the playoffs and like those guys were in the playoffs, I would just plunk them first. Like first, all nine batters, I would plunk every one of them just to prove a point. Game <laughs> one, that's what I would do. But hey, that's just me. I don't even know if the Umps could toss you out at that point. They'll they'll probably be on board. Yeah, I'm 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 fed up. I the um, Rob Manfred shouldn't be commissioner. That was just a terrible call, and I hope the Astros get fed all year long. I hope I, I just yeah I I just as a I can imagine being an Astros fan showing up and just trying to pretend that it doesn't exist and like you know it's just embarrassing for their fans too. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, the the meme with the little dog sitting in the fiery room. It's the the this is fine one. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, I, I that's, totally that's, Astros, yeah. that's every I'm Astros fan page. right now. Man. Every Astros fan. I I got Yelich is a good guy. As far as I know, he doesn't juice. So, um, I, I hope he wins wins a title this year. Yeah, I'd like to see him pull an MVP. I know MVP as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, Lorenzo Cain makes another unreal catch to send them to the World Series. I dig it. 
Anyways, I went to a. Oh, hang oh, on, I was gonna tell no, story. I love stories. I went to a Royals. I went to a Royals Mariners game a couple years back, and this was when uh, Low Kane was still playing for Kansas City. Right. Let's go. And first off, I was beside an eight-year-old front. This is middle of the summer. I, I I got there very early when the gates open, when they'll only actually even let you into the outfield section. Like they won't even let you into the rest of the park yet. So I'm standing out in the outfield, just like up against the front with this like eight-year-old from Kansas City who's calling out the batters on the Mariners that are hitting in warm-ups. And his mom's like, how do you know these people? And he's like, MLB the show, which I thought was really funny. But <laughs> the main part of the story is Locaine comes out and is just the whole time. He didn't even warm up. He just played catch with Kansas City fans standing on the outfield wall. Like they were standing on along That's the wall lit. in the outfield. That's unreal. He came out, threw the ball around with them, chatted them up, and then went back in. He came out what for thirty beauty. minutes, hung out with the people, and then went in. It was it was sweet. And like That's people, so cool. People were hollering at him, and he was signing. They were throwing stuff down. He was signing it. It, it was really sweet. So as as a uh, Blue Jays fan, of, as as a Blue Jays fan, I hate to say it, but like those Kansas City teams were elite. We don't talk about them enough. They were lovable too. Like. Man, like Greg Holland, uh, yeah. Wade, Wade Davis. Oh man, they were a good team. Didn't, didn't one of those Perez. relievers? Yeah, didn't one of those bit like guys who was part of that really great bullpen? Didn't he pass away too? Uh, but one of their really good relief pitchers. I can't remember his name now, but I think he he unfortunately passed away. I'm trying but, to think who that would have been. It wouldn't have been Madsen. No, hang on. I'm I'm gonna now we're now we're really on. Oh, it was uh, was it Ventura? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, oh Ventura! Yeah, yeah, he was like a he, Dono he, was their, he was their fifth starter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember he was just a big part of that team, and that was really unfortunate. But they did have they did have such a great team. Oh yeah, that's I forgot wow. about that. True. What a yeah, note to finish. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Things got really sad there. I wasn't thinking about. That. No, he passed away in yeah in 2017. It was a car crash. That's tough. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But Anyways. yeah, like you said, Darren, we don't we don't talk about those teams enough, and um, probably just because people were so focused on the Blue Jays at the time. Yeah, it's true. Bathlet, baby. Bathlet. I saw it every, today on social media. Away. Are you? One more uh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Jaren, are you are you a Jays fan? Oh heck yeah! Okay, I and it's kind of like I have always wanted to be a Mariners fan, but I I haven't it's gone tough. all. Yeah, I I bought a Cano jersey last year because it was on sale, so I got it for like fifty bucks. So, um, I've I've oh hey Baker, yeah. um, yeah I I I I've I've always been so it's I'm always Blue Jays first, and then it's always a tie between Yankees Mariners. But I love D Gordon. Um, they've had a really couple of good players. It's really sad to see them trade a couple of those guys over the years. So I I just want to see some consistency and just have some guys in town that will stay a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just it's a buy low club, and they've always kind of been that way. So Griffey's not in the lineup, and neither is Ichiro. So tough bounce. Ichiro yeah. is kind of going. I went to a Mariners game when I was super young, and uh, Ichiro is definitely what got me and like definitely got me to love the game. And uh, Ricky Romero too. Jeez, frick! What what a what a career. Romero, yeah. <laughs> legacy. Yeah, legacy stuff, dude. Yeah. Anyways, Kyle, you're you're gonna say one more thing. Oh, I was I 
Oh, I was going to just say, I thought obviously today was supposed to be opening day uh, for Major League Baseball. Oh, so I totally fitting, to fitting that. that we're doing this podcast on on that day, on this day. Um, I thought MLB released a really cool video on their Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to this show, you should go check it out. It was just like a little, like, you know, even though we're not all together on opening day, like we're all doing our part uh, to help with everything that's going on. And it was narrated by Mike Trout. I thought it was really cool. Um, so I would encourage people to go check that out. It got me even more fired up for, for when Did we get You guys have the Angels making the playoffs this year? Uh, I think we had them in the, a couple of us had them, had them in the wild card, yeah. I had them missing. Bailey had them winning division. Yeah, wow. I, was, I, was, I was mostly an anti-Astros take from him. Yeah. That's a yeah. bold take. <laughs> That's a Bailey take. Wow. Before the yeah. athletics, too. Huh, interesting. Yeah. We yeah. don't see that every day. Yeah. Anyways, um, we got really off topic there, but I love it. That's just quarantine nation, baby. Anyways, um, that's going to be it for episode 29 here. And thank you for joining us. We're going to be back on Monday. So we'll see you then. For yeah. now, let's uh, say your goodbyes, boys. All right, boys. Hey, I hope we see some baseball <laughs> soon. Slow pitch season, yes. baby. Let's go. Yeah, that's another big one. Jer- you know, Jaron and I play on a slow pitch team together. We got in one practice um, before before kind of the quarantine took over. But we're staying in shape. You know, we're keeping ourselves sharp. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll be ready for opening day. Good. Happy to hear that. Honestly, I might have to hit the over on your guys' ball club. I don't know what the uh, totals. Oh, at. I don't know about that. I'm taking <laughs> yeah. the under on our ball club. If there, if there was a prop, I don't know if you want to bet the team over, but if you can uh, find yourself a prop bet on over under Jaron Dingers, not home runs, oh, okay. Dingers. Dingers. Um, you take that for everything okay. you're. How about Kyle Baker Dingers? Um, hey, man, we, his swing starting to look really good. I'm taking the over. He, he wasn't like, pulling balls last year, and now he's pulling them. Yeah, now we're trying to, to we're, see you later. We're changing the swing. We're changing the swing a little bit. Uh, you know, trying to develop some of that, uh, some of that pull power. Me wow. and my coach. So, yeah, we're getting there. Proud of you, Kyle. Thanks, man. Very proud of you. Anyways, there we go. <laughs> Dinger, Dinger Nation and Quarantine Nation all in once, all, all in one here on uh, episode twenty nine the Marcel Sports Podcast, and that's going to conclude here. So thank you guys for joining, and thank you, listeners, for listening. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. See you on Monday.